This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. Welcome to the Dude Fuel Podcast. Today, I want to discuss an issue that that perhaps you can relate with as well, something that I've experienced in my own life. When I look back at who I used to be, when I look back and I consider my progress, it both encourages me and sometimes discourages me. So bear with me here as I try to unpack this and unravel this sort of tangled mess from my brain. See if you can relate to this. When I look at who I am today compared to who I was a year ago or five years ago, certainly 10 years ago, there's quite a big difference. I mean, I feel like the core of who I am is the same, but the things that I believe, the way that I live my life, you know, I just feel like I've learned so much and I've grown in so many ways that I would not have even imagined because I couldn't have even imagined uh, five or 10 years ago. And so if that's true for you as well, uh, I find that, you know, this brings me a sort of encouragement and comfort that I'm growing, that I really am you know, learning more every single day. I'm, I'm, I'm learning from my experiences, new lessons, you know, new, new, um, experiences that come into my life. They are changing me and shaping me. And I'm not just a static person, um, who's staying the same all the time. But the other difficulty that I find is the discouragement that comes along with this as well, because it feels like, Five years from now or 10 years from now, I will likely be a totally different person from who I am today. And the progress that I've made today will likely look very small compared um, to the person that I'll become five or 10 years from now, if that makes sense. I told you it was kind of a, a wound up mess in my brain. So you know, trying to unpack this and saying it out loud for the first time, um, you know, it makes me wonder why. Like, why am I truly discouraged by this? It's, I think it makes me feel as if the work that I've done really doesn't amount to as much as I think it does right now. And the positive side of that, I believe, is that it keeps me humble and it helps me to recognize that I don't have it all figured out today. I won't have it all figured out tomorrow or the day after or the day after. Living your life is, you know, not necessarily, there's not necessarily an end game to living your life. And I, I didn't used to always think this way. I, I actually certainly used to believe that there was some sort of end game that I would be able to reach a point where I had figured things out, not saying that I had unraveled like the mysteries of the universe, not saying that I had exhaustive knowledge, but I did used to feel like there would come a day where I had figured life out to a great enough extent that I could sort of just sail through life. Like I had learned enough valuable lessons that I wouldn't need to reflect as much and I wouldn't need to learn and grow as much. And it sounds really silly saying that out loud, but I'm just being honest. If if you go back probably about 15 years ago, I really thought that this was achievable. I thought that this was possible. One of the things that a colleague said to me in regard to teaching is that it's always a moving target. You know, you you tend to have this human notion that you can develop a perfect curriculum 
And then each school year, all you'll need to do is execute that perfect curriculum and students will learn, things will get done, and you know, incredible things will occur. But the reality, this friend of mine said, is that it's always a moving target. Every single year, it's like there are multiple curveballs thrown at you. And so you never really reach a point where you've arrived. You never really reach a point to where the curriculum that you've put together for your students is just that good that you can just sort of sit back and coast that year. Now, certainly you can put some work in, you know, you, you can set yourself up for success and you can put systems and other things in place to improve what you're doing. I, I wouldn't argue against that. I don't think my friend would either. But the idea that you can actually reach a point where things basically just take care of themselves and you're not going to have to do any difficult or hard work, any sort of reflection or looking over the data, correcting and making changes, that's just a fool's errand. That's a pipe dream. That's not something that's actually going to happen. And I think the same is true in our lives. And even though I've learned intellectually that this is the case, that we're learning and growing every single day, and thank goodness for that, that's a good thing. You know, if we if we knew everything, if we had everything figured out, then what would be the point? Like truly, what would be the point of our lives? You know, I've come to believe that growth is, uh, it's just so a part of our existence that to remove growth and to put ourselves in this sort of static, nirvana, enlightened, perfect state really, you know, leads me to to wonder what the question of uh, what the purpose or meaning of a, a person's life would be if that were achievable and if that actually happened. And so I think this is a, a good thing that we're constantly growing and that we've never arrived. I feel that it keeps me humble. Uh, it is very humbling. I find myself humbled by this, but it, it can be discouraging. And so I, I want to linger here for just a moment and sort of talk about you know, how I'm feeling and, and what I'm thinking about doing. And, and again, seeing if you can relate to this and, and drop me a message, drop me a line, let me know if this is something you can relate to. Again, when you look at your progress and you see where you've come from, that, that can be encouraging. But then when you think about the future, you realize that the things that you believe today and the way you're living your life today is likely not going to be the same, you know, down the road. And that sort of makes me feel like I'm wasting my time here in the present. Like if it were possible, wouldn't it be better for me to skip ahead to that knowledge or understanding that I'm going to gain five years from now or 10 years from now? Of course, with that, I think we miss out on the journey, which is a huge part of life. I had this dream when I was 14 years old, like an actual dream, like while I was asleep. Not like, you know, I had a dream for my life or I had a dream of, you know, doing something. I had a dream of becoming an astronaut or something like that. But I had this dream when I was about 14 years old and I still remember it so vividly today. I was in a house. I was actually in an apartment and I was with some friends and we were watching a movie. And I remember I said, oh, this movie is so good, guys. What we need to do, the ending is amazing. I was like, guys, you're going to love this ending. And I went over to the DVD player and I started like skipping chapters. 
to get to the end of the movie. And everybody in the room was like groaning. They're like, Cody, what are you doing? We just want to watch the movie. For some reason, I wanted to skip ahead to the end of the movie because I felt like that's where all the action was. That was the climax. That was where everything had, you know, um, everything had built up to that moment. And so they basically kicked me out of the living room and they're like, dude, what are you doing? Get out of here. And I remember I went to the kitchen and on the kitchen table, there was a book. And I remember picking up the book and I started to read it. And I really enjoyed what I was reading. Like this was just a really, it was maybe the best book that I had ever read. And I remember I went and I started flipping to the back of the book skipping the middle. Like I had just started reading this book and it was so good. But just like with the movie, I wanted to skip ahead to the to the end of the book. And so I started skipping ahead to the end and I just started reading like the last chapter when this guy out of nowhere like storms into the kitchen. And I just remember in this dream, like he was huge. Like this guy was a, like a giant. He was, he was huge. He was terrifying. And I didn't know where he'd come from. And he started yelling at me and he started saying, that's not right. You need to put the book down and stop skipping stuff. And I woke up from that dream and, and, you know, maybe you've had dreams like this as well. Um, I feel like I've really just, I've had some revelations through dreams in my life. Uh, And this was one of them. And I woke up from that dream and I remember I immediately understood. I understood that this is what I was doing with life. And I mean, as a 14-year-old, that's a pretty profound revelation. And I, I remember I wrote it, I wrote down in my journal about this experience. I wrote the dream down. And I realized that this was my attitude. My attitude was that if something was good, you needed to cut out the middle, skip the middle, get to the end where stuff was really good, right? And I wasn't respecting the journey. I wasn't respecting the totality of the movie or the book. And in many ways, in my past, I have not respected the totality of life. I've not respected the journey. And these days, I'm much more focused on the power of the journey and walking your own particular path, learning the lessons that you need to learn. Like, as the kids say these days, you do you, right? I'm much more focused on that, and I I think for the better. And so today was was one of those days that I was feeling discouraged because I was considering, you know, where I was at today in relation to a few years ago, and then considering where I would be a few years from now, how the problems and the struggles and the hangups and the things that I'm having right now would likely look very small in hindsight. If we were able to skip forward a few years, looking back, I would probably think, why was I so hung up on that? You know, I I do that sort of stuff now. I'm like, why was X, Y, or Z such a big deal for me two years ago, three years ago, four years ago? Like, why was that the case? And it seems so silly now because I have the benefit of the journey. But I don't think there's any way for us to skip part of the journey. It's just a part of our adventure in life. And even supposing that we could, why would you want to? I mean, why did I want to skip to the end of the movie and the end of the book while not 
watching and enjoying the middle, not recognizing that it was an important part of the story as well. Because our lives are not just lived on the mountaintops. You know, nobody lives a life that's a continuous highlight reel. I know that people make it look like that on social media. And shame on us, shame on all of us for doing that because we do a great disservice to life and what it's really like. It's one reason that when I record these podcasts, I do it in one shot and I don't edit. And, you know, I, I like uh, yesterday's podcast, for example, I remember I was having some computer troubles and I just let the mic continue to roll and just continued to record my podcast because we've, we've come to a place where, and I'm sort of going off on a tangent here, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to allow it and I'll wrap it up here in a moment. But to see if you can relate to this, you know, we've come to a place where everything is so perfect and polished these days that we don't know what's real anymore. Like the people that we see in magazines are so polished that when we see an actual human being in a swimsuit, we're like, oh, that doesn't look good. That's the human form. I was telling my wife the other day that uh, students, you know, young people today, they don't know what a real singer's voice sounds like. And I know I sound like, you know, an old man who's just like running the kids off his lawn right now, but I promise you this is true. We had a, a talent show last year during school and this girl got up and she was absolutely fantastic. I could tell right away because my wife is a classically trained singer. I could tell right away that this girl was good and uh, she was singing Ave Maria and she started off and it was really funny because I heard some kids laughing and they were kind of like, ah, she's not very good. And, you know, people were, you know, making these comments because, you know, she was getting started and I knew, I was like, no, no, she's just building up to this. She has a good tone and she has a good voice. But with all the music these days that's pitch corrected by a computer, a lot of people don't know what a real human voice actually sounds like. And I'll leave you with one final example here. And again, I know this is a tangent, but... Uh, we were in our church service uh, on Sunday, and we had a visiting priest uh, who had come to the uh, the Episcopal Church that we've been uh, uh, we've been at now for uh, several months. My wife and I now, and uh, it turned out this guy he was eighty two years old, and he's the oldest active priest uh, in the in the Dallas diocese, and I thought that was so cool. But you know what? The service didn't go all that smoothly, like. You know, there were times that he wasn't familiar with the way that we did things. And he even said like that he was used to using the book of prayer and we had an order of service and that in order for him to like, I guess, use our microphone or something, the earpiece, he, he couldn't have his hearing aids in. So he was struggling a little bit and there were periods of silence and there were periods where he just didn't know what was going to happen. And I told my wife after the service, I said, I enjoyed that. Because that was real life, because that was a real person that we got to interact with. And, you know, so often today, we're bombarded by everything that is just continually polished, and we lose sight of what life is really like. And so bringing this full circle, okay, if you attempt to cut out the parts of your life that are not pretty and polished... You know, if you actually did that, you wouldn't get to the pretty and the polished moments. I mean, let me, you know, I'll give you an, an example of that. 
with my wife and my son, if my wife hadn't gone through the difficulty of labor, okay, that's not on the highlight reel. Like if you've ever seen a woman in labor, that's not on the highlight reel, okay? But afterward, when our son was born, that's the highlight reel. That first picture of our son, Nathan, resting on my wife's chest. He had like just been born. They had like cleaned him up super fast, put him right uh, on mama's chest. That picture is beautiful. That's the highlight reel for me. But just a little bit before, the work that was being done was messy, wasn't fun. Uh, didn't it look like it was very enjoyable or pleasurable for my wife, okay? Rough experience. But without that, without the realness of life, without the struggle and the full uh, weight of the journey, you can't get those highlights. You can't get that. So when you're growing and when you're becoming and when you're improving, uh, don't look at where you're currently at with disdain. And don't be frustrated or upset by where you're at right now. Realizing that you're not where you want to be, that's life and it's a part of life's journey. And I hope that you'll respect that and be encouraged by that as you live your life. I hope you're encouraged by this podcast as well. I hope you sense that I keep it real um, and that I really am committed to you know, sharing the things that have been put on my heart to help you live a next level life. That's what this podcast and this that's what Dude Fuel is all about. So if you enjoy this content, please subscribe, drop me a line, let me know. If you have something you'd like for me to, to talk about or a book you'd like to recommend for me to read and maybe uh, review or share some highlights from, I would love to do that. And as always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your continued success. I thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.